0: And now, National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. It happened in front of
1: thousands of people, none of whom saw anything, I guess. Well, shame on you. Brought
0: to you by Aaron Waxman & Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878.
2: Ryan Doyle, Matt Gurney with you here on The Live Drive, joined by Christy Blatchford of The National Post. Hello. 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 Good Monday afternoon to you. Yes, it is. Let's start off with this story we were just talking about. It is a CTV exclusive. Paul Bliss, The Queen's Park Reporter, uh, bringing this to everybody's attention, that the new carbon tax that is rolled out in January will in fact have the HST on top of it. So you'll have a tax on top of a tax. A lot of people writing in this afternoon, Christy, saying, I'm frustrated, I'm disappointed, but what I do I'm helpless.
1: Well you you have a vote you can remember longer than five minutes and you can vote in the next election. that's your only option, your only thing to do.
2: What about the audacity of a government that you know it was like pulling teeth to get this information from them that this is in fact the way they're going to be handling things as opposed to you know what they could do which is go to the CRA and get this tax taken off.
1: Yeah, look, I don't pretend to be an expert on this sort of thing, but uh, I think the, the way for governments to handle all new taxes or increased taxes is to be honest about it and upfront about it and say, "Hey people, just so you know, when we plop on this uh, carbon tax, we're also going to be putting 13% HST on it too, just so you know. And you know, naturally, people will be happy because I, like me, they only want to pay more.
0: You know, Christie. the thing that really drives me mad about this is the fact that governments aren't stupid. They might do stupid things, but they're not dumb as individuals. They would have been financing this, or pardon me, they should have been estimating this into their financial plans for a while now. They're going to have a pretty good sense of how much they'll be making off this in year one, in year two, in year three. You're not going to convince me that these guys have been sitting around in the office with a gigantic question mark comically hovering over their brains whenever they asked about, will the HST be in this? They would have made their decision months ago and planned for it?
1: I would think so, too. Um, I never uh, overestimate the sort of collective intelligence of a government. I agree with you that it is composed usually of bright individuals, but... uh, there seems to be some weird uh, groupthink that takes over once you're elected.
2: Uh, York University PhD student who was convicted in the sexual assault of a fellow student on Thursday has had his bail revoked and will wait await his sentencing in jail. Uh, the judge, you were in the courtroom today, uh, went off on a, <laughs> another bit of a tear.
1: He did actually um, look. I don't think you know. It's a surprise that when when you lose the presumption of innocence and you you move from being an accused person to being a convicted person, that the test and the standards um, are different. Um, so uh, you wouldn't get a hard argument from me on that. But um, what was just curious was the the kind of. Um, sneering tone this judge took towards this uh 29 year old man he convicted last week you know he called him every time he said the word rape or rapist or this man his voice dripped with contempt um he, you know, went on little riffs. He, this Mr. You are, um, the the convicted man, was at the time this happened uh, a graduate student working towards his Ph.D. And the judge at one point riffed off him and said, "You know, Ph.D. or no Ph.D., you know, he he shouldn't." He's sort of suggesting he was living this kind of easy carefree lifestyle while the poor victim of the the sexual assault mandy gray you know would be scarred for life and here was this guy going around cavalierly flitting about the country with his phd and he, at one point he even said you know phd or no phd maybe there'd be less rapes a it wasn't a literate sentence but b it's also out of nowhere so it was a very strange uh... very strange morning you know christy
0: one of the questions i would have on this Are we maybe not missing the bigger picture here? And I know you've written about this often enough. It shouldn't take so damn long to do everything. I mean, we wouldn't need the issue of having to take this guy back in off the streets, off of bail. Or at least it wouldn't be as contentious an issue if sentencing was a matter of days or weeks here. Everything takes a long time.
1: Everything does take a long time. Now, most of the time, and in this case, um, they've asked for what's called a pre-sentence report. And that's done by... uh, uh probation, I think, or correctional officials who, you know, assess a person, uh, I'm not sure, but it takes six to eight weeks, the process. So the question really was... Uh, when can the lawyers make themselves available? When can the judge be available? And the first, the date they came up with was, I think, October 24th. So the, the lawyer for the convicted man ju- said, give him some time to get his affairs together, you know, before he goes off to jail, which he's likely going to do. And the, the judges lost it, really. Uh, it was the... It was the contemptuous edge to his voice whenever he described this guy that I think was gratuitous. Uh, it's a bit like when you send somebody to jail and you deprive them of their liberty, I don't think you also need to make sure that they get crappy food and, and you know no mm-hmm. privileges and can't read books. And when you convict somebody of a serious crime or any crime, you don't also need to flay him publicly for no reason other than it satisfies some, you know, desire of your own. And it was very unjudgely in my view.
2: Let me just get a quick comment on this one. 200 Air Canada passengers stranded in Manchester, England. They finally arrived yesterday afternoon. Air Canada says they'll offer everybody a full refund. The delay was 48 hours. But some people were in tears like it was just. Oh, the- for toughen
1: up people. Right? You got a free. Yeah trip. You weren't stranded in, you know, Eastern Africa in the desert. You weren't stranded in a dangerous place. Toughen up. Stuff happens. Would you rather the plane have flown in an unsafe condition? Right. I mean, I
2: just think that people feel so entitled in today's world to every little thing, including their own outrage. It's just... Off and up. We are very bored.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, that's just, like, we have so much time on our hands and so much, like, emotion with no
2: channel. We are very bored as a people.
1: Yeah, we must be.
2: Christy, we appreciate it. Thanks
1: a lot, guys. Christy Blatchford
2: saying. joins us each day at 520 from the pages of the National Post. And, of course, is brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. When your long-term disability claim has been denied, email awaxman at awaxmanlaw.ca.